You're listening to The Tech Box. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of The Tech Box. I'm James Honeyball and with me today is Richard Yates. Hi, Richard. Good evening, James. Hello, everybody. How are you today? Oh, not bad. It's been a been an absolutely mad day. One of those days at work where you spend the whole day on the phone, and and the second half of the day consists of ringing the same people to tell them what the rest of the phone calls have been about. Uh, and you think at the end of all this, this would have been so much easier if we'd done this as a conference call, but nobody wanted to. So um, mildly frustrated, I guess, is the honest truth. But yeah, it, it's uh, it's been a productive day, I suppose, at the end, but um, harder than perhaps it ought to have been. Hmm. What, what are people's objections to conference calls? That's, that's not, not exactly cutting-edge brand new tech, that one. No, as more, uh, it was impossible to get anybody available at the same time. Uh, so, yeah. so, for example, the one guy was... Uh, in Portsmouth all morning, another one's in Switzerland, another one's in uh, in Milton Keynes, and and there's me and, and like everybody had completely conflicting diaries, and the only way it was going to work was by me ringing each one, discussing things, and just moving on to the next one. So, all oh, right, so you see, sort of were the manual conduit for a conference call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. I mean, in a way, it was quite good because I got to talk to everybody at some length about it. But in other ways, it just meant that a job that probably could have been done in an hour and a half took six. But there there you go. Being able to schedule a meeting at work is a unsolved problem, I would say. It's uh, uh, possibly some area of innovation there. Yeah, this was made worse by people coming back from holiday, going on holiday, having to travel somewhere else for a different meeting. uh, Never mind, it is now done, and that's uh, that's obviously what matters. So Mm. um, happily, uh, the day is is on to more pleasurable things than... uh, than dealing with what I was dealing with today. Yeah, and talking of holidays, so I've just returned from a holiday. Yeah, yeah, you've had a holiday. Along with the rest of the United Kingdom, I was on holiday in Cornwall. Yeah, yeah I guess it might have felt that way. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, when I was down there, I took you up on your offer uh, to relieve you of one of your phones as part of your ongoing yeah. defonestation. Well, no, I, I, I call it uh, the Huawei vacation, but we'll come to that in a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you did. You you had my much, much loved P30 Pro, which I got in uh, May last year, was it, we worked out? Um, and that phone uh, was my main camera phone uh, for... Well, more more than a year, which for me, as as uh, regular listeners will know, is a truly remarkable uh, achievement. And um, uh, that phone's been to well, all sorts of exciting places within Europe, anyway. Um, and and I think in all, I took about three and a half thousand photographs on it with an amazing uh, success rate. Although that kind of wasn't almost your experience, was it? I think you're too too set in your your pixel. Uh, LG ways. Well, so talking about the device itself. So what what happened was um, I was on holiday. Um, uh, I think Richard, you, I think you just gave me first option on it, didn't you? And yeah, I sort I of t- took you up on it and thought, well, why don't you just send it to my holiday cottage? Yeah. Um, and that seemed to work pretty well, actually. I sort of it sort of turned up in the morning and was um, covidly compliantly handed over to me. Um, and I've got to say, the actual phone itself, the P30 Pro, is 
as stunning. It's the first time I've had one because um, whilst I played with one on launch day, whenever that was, it was only for sort of 20 minutes or so. So this is the first time for me to actually have some uh, a modest length of time with it. And yeah. the fit and finish on it is incredible. The screen is amazing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I really liked, well, I really liked the fact that it had dual SIM. Um, it's especially useful when you're on holiday and you're, you're not yeah. aware of the networks that are available. So having dual SIMs really handy. It's especially in parts of Cornwall, which really the phone networks aren't a credit to themselves, are they? Don't they? No, it's really sketchy down there, really sketchy. And of course, the the camera is undoubtedly good, very good. Yeah. Uh, the zoom is as spectacular as it was on launch day. Yeah, it's better than a toy, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, mm. I think when I played with it that day, we had a tech box afterwards. I remember saying, um, this is going to become a requirement in all future phones in the same way that a wide angle is. And I probably still hold to that in as much as it should be. You know, mm. I appreciate yes. that the physics are still really complicated to squeeze a, a periscope zoom with OIS into the thinness of a phone. But it does give, you know unbeatable results compared to optical sorry compared to digital zooming yeah it, it's head and shoulders above it and and it's a clear step above the 2x that we get on other phones yeah and it's a, a fantastic piece of lateral thinking by whoever came up with that idea to to produce that level of magnification in something so flat i mean um i can think of a lot of shots i've taken with that camera which yeah they might be a bit blocky perhaps or they might be a little bit uh, less than perfect but they're I can literally think of occasions where I've taken photographs of things I couldn't see, which might sound a bit silly, but, you know, my, I don't have the best eyes. And, and yeah, you zoom in without zoom and you think, gosh, actually, there is something there I'd like a, like a photo of. No, I've um, got reasonable eyes. It was the same for me. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, as soon as you put that on it, it's like a magnifying glass. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, now, of course, you've then got the debate about do I take it not quite so zoomed in and, and crop it, but uh, I think... Uh, yeah, you could do that, of course, and in, in some ways you would you would end up with a more versatile uh, image because you could select more accurately what you're you're taking. And as you will have found, I'm sure, when you're fully zoomed in, you you really do need something very firm to to, to hold it because it, it becomes super sensitive to movement. It does, um, but, but I think that's if you crank it up to if you crank up it into the digital post. I thought a five X, it was pretty stable to be honest. Yeah, I, no, I'd agree. I'd agree, and and and. and Having that bit extra in in there is actually it gives you more options. I I I absolutely love that that um, phone. I would go so far as to say it's it's up there in my affection with some of the the, the best phones I've ever had. Um, and the only reason it's gone is because I've got a P forty Pro. Um, yeah. And uh, well, we'll come on to onto the P forty Pro perhaps in a, a, a minute or two. Um, but I think the P forty Pro does bring improvements in the camera to the table uh certainly i find it quite hard to take a, a bad photo on it for the sort of photo i like taking uh, I, I don't do a great deal of of indoors stuff and to be truthful probably whip out something else for uh for that sort of indoor indoor ph- photography of, of a sort of person type thing but but in, in terms of what i want it for the camera on the the p40 pro like the one on the p30 pro is the is the way to go yeah, so I think you're coming on to the the one area where I felt it could have be better at. I mean, to be honest, it's an it's 
up to a tough task because typically if I'm on holiday and I'm probably taking two phones out with me on a day, so I've got good network coverage and good battery capability, inevitably the other, if I'm taking an Android, the other one's going to be an iPhone. It's going to be the iPhone 11 Pro. So it's up against that on the photography side. And the iPhone 11 Pro is such a powerhouse on the photography. Uh, And it, it does people so well very similar yeah. to a pixel you know if i, I get my pixel or my iphone 11 pro out and i take a photo of a person uh, it's going to look great you know yeah, whatever I processing is applied when i took them on the p30 pro they just weren't quite as good um now that probably wouldn't have been enough for me to sell it on but i have sold it on um yeah, and no. i did that I'm, I'm i'm gutted but there you go well, I did offer you first refusal on the yeah, buyback. Yeah, did, yeah, which would be a bit silly, but yeah, no, no, I, I, I just, just it's, a, it's your phone, and and you had a, a reasonable reason to get to move it on, I think. And I think the the reason for that was, which actually happened before, it happened like a minute after I gave you the money, but two minutes <laughs> before you actually sent it, um, which was uh, this latest episode in the Huawei saga where oh, yeah. um the the mild exception that Huawei had been given to do some basic software updates and stuff for the existing customers is is potentially in limbo at the moment. I don't know whether they've resolved it or not. And I just thought, well, you know, I don't want to lose a hundred quid off the sale price of this if it hits the BBC news or something that all P30 Pros haven't got software updates going forward. So I thought um probably best just get rid of it. But I I would have kept it if that hadn't happened because, you know, you gave me a good price for it. I sold it for essentially the same price um, plus postage. Um, but, yeah, I just didn't want that sort of sword of Damocles hanging over me, really. So no, no, I, I did pass that. it on. I mean, the P40 Pro on that topic has got July 2020 security at the moment. So uh, I guess it's it's okay for a while. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it, 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 I, I, you know, I I clearly will lose a load on it. When the time comes, which I knew, uh, I did get uh, several things with it as as a bundle, so that was quite good. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's tragic, really, because I think that if you've actually handled a P forty Pro or anybody who does, it's it is definitely some of the most beautiful hardware I've ever held. It 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 it, it actually improves on the P thirty Pro, and I think that is. That, that takes some doing, to be honest. It's a, yeah. it's a lovely, lovely device, and and it's also a pretty versatile device. Now, in 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 my case, I hacked Google services onto it. That that isn't perfect in some senses. You you do tend to find some things don't update or or you don't get notifications. But I mean, I, when I bought it, I knew it was never going to be a main phone because I knew there was this this risk of a problem. Uh, I just wanted to get my hands on the camera, to be honest, and. Um, Maybe that's a sort of form of madness because clearly there are other ways of dealing with that. But I like cameras in phones, so it, it was something I wanted to try. But so, but, what's the setup then on the P40? The P30, we've got the essentially normal camera, ultra wide, and five times periscope. What's the setup on um, on the P40 Pro? Um, very similar. It's just really uh, little improvements all round in the hardware. Nothing, nothing tremendously. Is it still uh, a five X on the periscope? Is it? Uh, nah, that's a good question. I think you probably are right. Let's have a little look. Um, yeah, five times. Yeah, that's right. Five times on the on the periscope, uh, ultra wide, and um, a fifty megapixel main center uh, main sensor. So, so they've gone for a high megapixel main sensor. Yeah, fairly, fairly. The ultra wide sensor is forty. Um, 
but it produces nice pictures there's loads and loads of detail in them i think actually their processing has got better because um i mean with that, i know we've talked about this before but uh, samsung i get less and less happy with the way they've processed their photos yeah um, you know but i th- i think in many ways the, the processing was was best uh for the S7. Now, having said that, I've seen quite a lot of photos coming out of the Note 20, uh, a lot from Gavin, but not only from Gavin, where I think that the processing on the Note 20 looks like they might finally have listened to this and started um, pedalling in a slightly different direction. So I quite fancy getting my hands on on, uh, on that camera presently, but I, uh, I, I managed to resist the pre-launch um, offer uh, and... And then I had about a day when I thought, ah, you've you've missed that. That was stupid. Why did you do that? But I'm I'm still happy that I've missed it. I, you know, I, I don't have a a massive urge for a, a Note Twenty, but I'd like to have a play with the camera. There's no doubt about that. Um, but for now, this is my you know when I go out for the day, this is the thing I take photos on. Um, it doesn't get used for a massive amount more than that. I mean, I've got the you know, usual sort of thing on there, emails and social media. Um, but it's never going to be the main phone because, as I've said before, I'm, I'm tied into iOS on my main phone by the Apple Watch. Mm. Which which you don't have that problem, do you? Because you wear the Apple Watch not connected to a phone. Yeah, I wear it regardless, even if I'm... Uh, well, no, it's connected to my iPhone 99% of the time. Yeah. But if I'm, if I'm having an Android day, I just... My uh, Apple Watch could turns into a fitness tracker plus timepiece without the notifications which is fine with me to be honest yeah i hardly ever i I hardly ever set up any of the notifications to go through to my watch so basically if i have a notification vibrate on my watch i kind of know nine times out of ten exactly who it is and what it is you know yeah, I mean, most of my, my notifications go through on the watch. Uh, I use it quite a lot. I mean, I, I went out uh, yesterday and uh, I just wanted a, a, some time away from work. So I, I, I deliberately left the work phone at home. Uh, and of course, that, that reduced the uh, the Apple Watch to being a, a fairly dumb watch status. Um, and, and I found it really quite strange. I mean, in a way, it was relaxing. And in another way, I sort of felt. Um, uh, almost like uh, I, I spent the whole time sort of thinking I'd forgotten something. It was really quite weird. You, you get so used to this sort of thing quite quickly, don't you? Really? Yeah. Although the, I mean, the LTE version would be an option. Yeah. Well, I have I have two Apple Watches, but the LTE version, owing to a piece of very bad planning, had a flat battery, um, uh, and so I wasn't able to take it. And actually, in a way, that was quite good because it did indeed mean that I, I did get a. I had to get a break, you know. So that that yeah. was that was that was good. But but I mean, yeah. Coming back to what you were just saying about about moving it on, um, uh, one of my worst things is I did there about about buying things. So with the P forty Pro, well, I was really worried that I would be able to get on with um, uh, with no Google services. So my solution was to buy a P forty Lite, uh, and and actually I, I got on really quite well with the P forty Lite uh, with that out Google services. Uh, and then, you know, it's like you kind of run out of challenge, don't you? So I, I, I sort of started searching around and I put Google services on the P40 Lite and yeah, that is a lovely phone as well. A really, really nice phone. Amazing value for money. Um, but then I did the most stupid thing. Uh, I had a launch offer on the Honor 9X Pro, which also had no Google mobile services. And I thought it'd be really interesting to compare the P40 Lite with Google services with the Honor 9X Pro without them. Uh, and and I got an okay with that, and and then I don't remember what it was. Oh yeah, I know what it was. The, the the for about three days they repeated the launch offer on the P40 Pro that said it came with um, 
uh, the Huawei, ugh, Huawei Freebirds and, um, uh, um, um, and Huawei GC2e watch and loads of goodies. And I thought, ah, you know, I'm getting all right with this. I'll do that. And so all of a sudden I found myself with all of those and, uh, the, um, a P30 Pro, and owing to a piece of wheeler dealering, I also ended up with a P30 as well. So I found myself with six Huawei Honor devices um, about 10 days before uh, I I did the bit before Mr. Trump and his latest fiasco. Um, but, but I basically thought, I've got to get rid of these. So I did a number of deals. Yours was one of them. And uh, five of them went out, leaving me with just the P40 Pro that's a Huawei on a device. And in amongst a couple of other things came uh, an iPhone SE 2020 uh, and also a Pixel 3a XL, mm. which is um, a nice device. I quite like the 3a XL, I must say. Um you know, I've been been really quite impressed with it. I mean, we're going to come on, aren't we, in a minute or two to to talk about uh, about pixels. And actually, I, I, I'm I'm going to quiz you fairly hard on that for reasons that you'll you'll be aware of, and the listeners aren't quite for a moment or two. But the um, the three XL. I mean, I, I had the three, and then I had the three XL, um, but I've never had a three A or a three A XL. Uh, I'm I'm struggling to see why you would ever buy the the three over over this one um and and you don't have a a ludicrous uh, sort of trench like you do on the 3xl uh i had a four as well with the um uh, face id which worked pretty well uh, i mean what a disaster face id has been on on uh, uh, on the whole android um section of the market you know yeah it really ought to have been specified in by um google for android 10 or something it seems to me because uh, Certainly, I mean, COVID nineteen notwithstanding, because that does now cause a few problems with yeah, Face yeah. ID. Um, which, to be honest, is why I I did a deal which involved receiving a, a an SE twenty twenty uh, because it means basically when I go out, I just take that and use Touch ID a lot of the time. Um, but um, it seems to me that, that iOS has stolen a march on on Android as a result because. Uh, once you've used proper face ID, you you don't kind of want to go back to anything else. Um, and and I think you know the thing that I like about the three AXL, yeah, it's it's missing a few bells and whistles, but fair enough. But I actually really like having the fingerprint sensor on the back. Um, the 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 one thing that I would say about the the two uh, non GMS Huawei devices that I I got and sold, they both had a fingerprint sensor on the side, which I've never had before, but it was really, really convenient. It worked really, really well. Very, very natural. It was basically case you pick the phone up and you've unlocked it. Um, it I've, never really, really si- well. I've never had a side unlock fingerprint sensor that has worked brilliantly. So I had the Sony ones and then I had the Samsung S10e one. And uh, the, the Samsung one was kind of maybe 8 out of 10. Well, that's interesting. The Huawei one, a bit like their in-screen in, in fingerprint sensor, absolutely faultless every time. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was brilliant. You could literally pick the pick the um, the phones up, and you you got used to picking them up in the way that you put your thumb or your finger on the uh, on, on the sensor as you switched it on, and it was it was open almost yeah. instantaneously. So, Actually, I've also got the Tab Five E, uh, which is Samsung side fingerprint sensor, and that is probably fifty percent of the time that goes. Really, it's probably yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it has to be said. Well, I have the S twenty Ultra. I, 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 the the fingerprint sensor actually, I hated more than almost anything else about it. It was just dire. Yeah, and I, and I don't know whether that's been improved. But I, I 
I'm trying to remember who it was I saw online making this comment the other day, but, you know, forget all these damned fingerprint sensors on the screen. It really isn't that much of a problem to put your finger around the back of the thing or your finger around the side of the thing or, or in front of it. Um, the, the ones under the glass are just simply not good enough a lot of the time. I mean, yeah. I, I would say the Huawei one I actually think is good enough, but it's the only one I know. Yeah. Um, the rest just are not as good. Yeah. Um, well, it's, inter- it's interesting that you say that the 3A is doing it for you. So what's the speed like on it? Because I know that... Um, the Pixel 3 has got an 845 uh, silicon, which is very nice, very, very speedy. Um, and I think that the 3A has got a fairly old 6 series. So is it noticeably <laughs> slower or not? I, I, I wouldn't have said so. I, I don't think I'm actually terribly demanding on, on a phone in that score because I don't do gaming and I record almost no video. Uh, although it's actually something I've been getting interested in the last few months. I want to have a, a bit of an experiment, but um, I don't think I put them under an awful lot of stress. But but no, for my purposes, it's not it's not it's not appallingly slow at all. I mean, perfectly acceptable, I would say. Um, yeah, I, I think. Uh, if if you if you were given a choice of the three XL or the three AXL, um, I don't think I can see why having had them both the three XL is worth the extra. Mm. Okay, well let's move on to the Pixel Four A then. Yeah, your new toy. So we obviously in the UK we had a delay until October for the Four A. Yeah. So I was on Amazon dot com and realised that. I could order, you know, Amazon.com doesn't always deliver everything to the UK. No. You know, some phones and things, they they say, oh, we don't deliver this to the UK. But surprisingly, it was saying, yeah, we will deliver this to the UK. Put it in the basket, went to check out. Price was three, four, five or something. You know, same price essentially as what we're paying in the UK. Um, And that was it with expedited shipping. So I thought, well, why not? And I ordered it and it... uh, was it this Monday it turned up? Yeah, it's been this week, this wasn't it? This Monday, yeah. And it is a cracking little phone. It is really, really nice. So the first thing I would say that, that I've noticed with it is just how small it is and how mm. light it is. I mean, I keep playing with it and thinking, oh, God, this has got to be about the same size as the original SE, you know, or it's got to be the same size as a one of those compact Sonys. And I sort of measure it and I say, oh, no, it's not. You know, I, bet it's, it, I bet it's a lot bigger. What is the screen yeah. on it? So the screen's 5.8. Oh, wow. This is practically Note 1 size then. Um, well, it's Not quite. tall It's tall and thin. Mm. So it's actually pretty much the same size as an iPhone 11 Pro, but thinner. Sorry, mm. I should say narrower. So yeah, it has yeah, a, 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 uh, a longer and stretched, taller screen. Uh and I would say that it's notice—it's kind of noticeably smaller, and that's probably the combination of iOS handling screen sizes a little bit better and it being physically smaller. So, so let me just, just stop you there just for a fraction. So you know what I just said about the original Note? Yes. Now, I, can't, I can't immediately put up the specs on the original Galaxy Note. Would you care to hazard a guess on the screen size of the Galaxy Note 2 released in 2012? Uh, which which we all thought was massive, if you remember. Oh, sorry, the Galaxy Note 2. Yeah, I had to buy a special screen holder to, to hold the Galaxy Note 2 because it was so big. 5.8? No, it's 5.5. 5.5. So, so it was actually smaller than your tiny weenie Pixel 4a. Now... Isn't that incredible? 
it would be very interesting to see what the actual area of the screen mm. was because the area may still have been bigger. Could well have been, yeah. Because yeah. it was a, at least a 1610. Well, well I, can, I can tell you what the area was. It was 83.4 cube, uh, square centimetres. Also, GSM Arena says. So let's see what they say for the that 4A. A bit bigger than the 4A, yeah. I think the 4A is 82 or something. Pixel 4A. Um, Display is eighty three point two. What did I say the, the note two was? Eighty three point four. It's it's basically the same screen area, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. Incredible. It, yeah, I suppose it is really. Yeah. I mean, I guess we've just come we've come quite a long way in screen sizes, haven't we? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I kind of said that as a joke to start with, and then I thought, well, let's look it up. But it, it, yeah, that's amazing because, like you, I think you're going to look at that, or I'd look at that and think mm, it's not a very big screen, but you know they're getting it all squeezed in somehow, and yet there it is. It's 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 almost the same size as the jumbo phone that we had in 2012. So okay. Yeah. So what I can tell you though is the Note One because I've got a little. I actually keep a spreadsheet on um, these things. So the Note oh. 1 was 2.8 inches wide, the screen. And the Pixel 4a is 2.4 mm. inches wide. So, so I've got these in inches rather than centimetres because yeah, I, 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 I queued I, it all I, off the I, diagonal. I'm true, I'm truly appalled that you've got this in, in old-fashioned money chains. I know. But, yeah. I, should have, I should have converted it into centimetres as soon as uh, I got past you, the diagonal. You, but You just fessed up on, on, on the tech box I and know. Stuck, in, stuck in measures from yesterday. Imperial right? measures, yeah. And the, um, and the iPhone 11 or iPhone, sorry, 11 Pro or the iPhone 10 is 2.45 inches wide. So still not as wide mm. as the Note 1. Now, the Note 2 was 2.6 that's still but that's still uh wider than both of those phones and i think width counts for a lot you know it's the amount of it's the dimension where you're reading text from left to right yeah so if you had a note one today or a note two today it's still going to be much wider than these mid-size phones i don't know about a you know i don't know about a note uh What's the new one? Note Twenty Ultra. I mean, yeah. that, that probably has got to the point now where it's as it's wider than the original Note, and you know, twice as tall. But um, yeah, I think the other thing is that when you've got a Pixel Four A, it's tempting not to put a case on it because it's made of kind of quite grippy uh, plastic. Mm. Uh, it feels really comfortable in the hand, and even though I have got a clear TPU case for it, it feels just as nice. Without the case, and because it's you know it's a budget-ish top lower end mid range. I don't know exactly how you would describe it, but it's not like you're holding a a twelve hundred pound uh, all glass iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the buttons are really clicky, which I think has been commented on quite a lot. But they are nice and pleasurable. I can sort of click them in front of the microphone. You probably get some sort yeah. of idea. Uh, at least you know you've pressed it when you get a button like that. Don't you? No, exactly. I, I, there's one thing that. You know, it doesn't need to be super clicky, but if the button's a little bit mushy or, you know, you it's pushed in too much, there's not enough protruding, then that can become almost a, a deal breaker for me on a phone, I find. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Um, now, the, the reason why I was interested in your opinion on the speed of the 3A was because this 4A, I find super nippy. Mm. Like, I do not notice any problems with regards to the speed, the loading speed, the the UI speed, everything is is really nippy. Now I've kept the animations that haven't gone into developer settings and 
cut the animations down because you can normally only I can normally only do that on a flagship and not notice a problem with it. Mm. But you know, with it at its defaults, it's um, it's a really delightful use as uh, all pixels tend to be. And of course, the camera is as pixel cameras are. You know, superb. Um, I can't see any difference between this and uh, the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 4. You know, I don't... I think they're using identical sensors uh, across these three models. Um, And it certainly looks like that from the pictures. And um, the other area I was expecting is for it to be slower at the the post-processing. You know, when you take a picture and then you quickly go to the gallery and you see it's still processing with that little um, dial that it does, still processing. Well, I was doing some... Uh, comparisons shot to shot with the Pixel 3, albeit it's not a Pixel 4, it's not the fastest one, uh, Pixel 3 versus this. And um, the 4A was fractionally slower on the processing, but you really had to take the photo, race to the gallery, you know, look very closely and only just fractionally does the Pixel 3 finish processing before the 4A. So I really don't think you'd notice any problems with the performance. No, I mean, I mean that I, I think is, is what I would say about the the three AXL. I, I never had one before. I did have a Pixel Four, um, which I moved on a little while back. But the the three AXL, yeah, it, it, it it's running the uh, Android Eleven Beta at the moment, and it's fluid. There's no problem. You know, it all seems to to work quite nicely. Uh, I certainly haven't sat there and thought this is underpowered. But I, I mean, I think there are. Well, you, you can kind of push forwards with the processor so far, but the software kind of almost hasn't caught up with what it's capable of, I don't think. Mm. Um, and and certainly if you look at, at phones like this one or the uh, Xiaomi Mi Note 10, um, yeah, and indeed the forthcoming new Pixels, the, the processor isn't the absolute cutting end processor, but it's more than adequate to the job. Yeah, and, and when we come to that, I think uh, it's probably a little bit, churlish to talk of downsides with this 4a given that it is such a well-rounded device i think um, the other thing that i was going to mention is the haptics Uh, i know that you're not someone for haptics but for me it's really important Mm. and they are spot on on this i think there's no there's it doesn't feel any inferior to the four or the three you're using the keyboard and the haptics are really punchy um, and really satisfying and just add to the delight in using it. Yeah, um, yeah. You add to it the um, always-on display. It has dual SIM-ish, which is uh, you can add an eSIM as well as your physical SIM. Um, and it has that built-in feature of the uh, always listening to a songs playing in the background, which when you own a Pixel and you use it as your main phone, actually becomes fairly useful. Yeah, it's quite uh, nice, isn't it's, it? It's often that you think, oh, what was that song playing in the background? And yes, if you're quick enough, you could get Shazam out and run that. But actually having it just built into the phone, so you just glance down, you can see it, or you can look at the history of things that have been playing. It It is remarkably useful, I find. It's one of those perks of having a Pixel. Um, there's not millions, but camera is one of them, and, and that's one of them, I feel. Well, I mean, there's there's a there's a question for you. I mean, I looked. Uh, I mean, funnily enough, the day you said, "Oh, it's," uh, I forget where it came in from, but you you were saying it had arrived in customs somewhere, weren't you? Um, and and it was funny because about an hour beforehand, I'd been looking on uh, on Amazon's American website, and and I'm thinking, yeah, that you know, I, I could uh, 
That's not a terrible price. I can import that at that. It'd be here in a week or so. I mean, they were actually quoting a fortnight at the time, but you know, if you look around, the people who said they'd done it, it, it was sort of saying, well, it says a fortnight, but it'll be here in four days. Um, and and then I thought, well, I'm not actually convinced the camera is that much different from the one on the 3AXL, and I'm still not. So I'm interested to hear you say you think it's probably basically the same camera. I, I, I've only had this, obviously, for about a week, so I haven't. it's not not exactly been ideal f- uh, photographic weather this week, has it, really? But um, uh, I'm going to be quite interested to see if, this, if the camera on this is actually noticeably different from the one that was on the Pixel 4, for example, and... I uh, I am interested in the, in the 4A, but primarily because of the size. I mean, the the um, 3AXL has got a, a six-inch screen, hasn't it? And and and, and so it's a, yeah, it's a fairly it's a fairly typical but reasonably sizey uh, current phone. So I think actually the the smaller size, if the battery's up to it. Um, you know, there are occasions. I mean, I, I found a couple of occasions now where I've gone out and taken the iPhone SE and been really pleased that I haven't got a great big phone with me just because mm. it, it was more convenient not to have. Uh, I think uh, the the um, 11 Pro Max sitting over there in the corner shouldn't worry too much about this uh, because for work-wise and whatever, I, I, I get a lot of use out of the fact it's got a bigger screen. But um, the, the smaller one certainly gives back as well so I, I, i'm interested to know what you think of the, the battery so far on the um 4A. it's probably difficult to make a judgment call on the battery given that i've only had it a few days but certainly yeah. Yeah. it's not got a battery problem i can say that much you know it's um uh it's pretty good on idle discharge it's never run out during the day um even on the first day that I was playing with it heavily, it lasted all through the day. Um, so I've got high hopes for it, basically. Mm. Um, I think I'll need to take it out as my main phone for an entire day and see how it works. You know, it's been on Wi-Fi 99% of the time, it has to be said. But, um, yeah, I don't think the battery's going to be a problem on this at all. It seems really um, a really well-rounded device. Yeah, I think it, it looks well thought out, doesn't it? Yeah, but of course, if you wanted a bigger battery, me having a bigger screen might not be too much of a bad idea. Give it a notch up on the quality materials, give it a 90 hertz screen, add a wide angle camera in, give it wireless charging and 5G, and you've got yourself a Pixel 5. Yeah, I mean that's the point. You've just you've just done the the bit of materials for a Pixel Five, haven't you? I, 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 the thing I think is the most strange about this is I'm sure you saw it as well during during the lockdown time. There were photographs of warehouses full of these things. Yeah, uh, and and you know, okay, then clearly COVID caused all sorts of problems in in launching it. I can see that. But if the warehouses were full in March April time, why are they only releasing it? here in october and and also the bit on the website that i find a bit bit peculiar really is that it's only going to be available in nine countries and those nine yeah. countries yeah but those nine countries are even more odd because the the country in europe with the highest density of, of phones per head of population where it certainly was whether it still is i don't know but it was was italy and it's not going to be made available in italy and i think to myself there's a market of people which you know like the market in the uk is full of people who are used to buying new phones why are you not launching it there? It, it, it kind of makes me question what what Google think they're doing with that with this. But then, on the other hand, that's not the first time I've thought, "What are Google doing with, oh, with their pixel I mean, line?" <laughs> I think it might be one for when we have hundred percent concrete uh, stats on the Pixel Five, because if they've, yeah, yeah. you know, they threw away the headphone jack after saying 
oh, look, we're including the headphone jack. Isn't this great of us? If they throw away the tele lens for the wide angle lens, yeah, that's probably my preference. But they just stood up on stage telling us how tele lens was the right decision, much more important than having a wide angle lens that was a frivolous party piece. You know, yeah. can they really keep flip-flopping with their sort of philosophy on this phone uh, line? It's crazy. Yeah. But, um, so I think that might be one for when we get the uh, Pixel 5 specs 100% um, confirmed. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, one of the things I, I had noticed in the camera is that if you go into the, uh, the, the sort of extra things it will do, uh, it actually has a setting for taking wide-angle photos using the, um, the multiple exposure trick. So... Um, they really have flip-flop there because they don't seem to know quite where they're going with that. You mean as a panorama? Yeah, you end up taking yeah. six photos, don't you, or something, and it sticks Oh, them yeah, together. of course, yeah. We got, you got, I think the pixels do the photosphere as well as the panorama, so you've got a couple of options there to, to get wider angle, yeah. There's this five, I mean, there's the photosphere, there's the, the one that does the sort of, um, uh, there's the 360, there's the fisheye, there's panorama. I, I, I actually take quite a few of those fisheye pictures over the years, and not, not a ridiculous number, but I, you know, they're, they're quite good. And, uh, okay, the stitching goes wrong. I took a great one the other day in some woods, and the trees all around were fab, and so was the sky. It was all right to look at the ground and saw two disembodied ankles, but you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I haven't yet worked out how you edit that out of a, one of those huge, mm. uh, huge photosphere um, yeah. pictures. I mean, I haven't really spent a lot of time trying either, but uh, I did think to myself, well, this would look an awful lot better without sort of you know, my, my feet and my ankles cut off at sort of halfway at the shin. Yeah. Um, but the but the whole thing, yeah, it's it's great because you can sort of pan around and and look at, at little sort of subsets of it. And whilst it's it's okay to say, well, you don't need a wide angle because you've got a panorama. Actually, you can get some spectacular panoramas with the wide angle on a phone like the iPhone. You know, you put the iPhone 11 Pro into wide angle, and then you do a and then you do a panorama across a, a landscape. It's absolutely breathtaking. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, you know, of of all of my phones, the 11 Pro is 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 still well and truly up there. I think I do personally think the P40 is a bit a bit ahead of it, but um, uh, I mean, I think that really is the problem, and why I've got so many phones that they a good number of them excel at one type of, of picture or another, but none of them excels at all of them, and so you end up with a bag full. And you, I mean, I, I have before now been known to go out with three phones on me for purely for being able to take different photographs. Yeah. Yeah, going back to your going back to your point about um, why we saw pixels in warehouses and then um, mm. we had a sort of a massive delay on the launch, and why it's only in a limited market. So I do have a theory on that. Mm. So we know that since Google has gone into the driving seat of making its own phones, uh, along with HTC, it's not been at the front of the queue when it comes to components. You know, the screens no, that it's no. used on its historically on its pixels have been uh, second class, shall we say, not top top class. Yeah, um, yep, definitely. And they've not been able to uh, manage the supply chains and the and the factories such to such a degree that they've been able to be price competitive. Uh, if indeed that is uh, the reason why they're not price competitive, they could just be choosing not to be. But um, let's assume there's a reason, and that would seem to tally up. So even though they might have had their first initial batch of 4As delivered, they may not have had the subsequent batches uh, confirmed by the factories that they were using 
um, as we went into COVID. And then as we go into COVID and those factories um, have to pick and choose which customers they're delivering for, it could be that Google's not actually at the front of the line in the same way that they're not at the front of the line for a lot of these components. So, yeah, my theory is that whilst they probably had the initial batch, they didn't have enough to maintain uh, stock levels and that they didn't want to rerun the um, disaster that they had with the Nexus 4 where they sold the initial batch and then it was months before they got uh, any subsequent batches in the supply chain. So what do you think of my theory? I think it's certainly plausible. I, I don't really know why they went away from the model of saying, right, okay, this is the the next. Um, I mean, they, these the Nexus phones anyway, didn't they? You know, they, they had the the Galaxy Nexus made by Samsung. They had several of them, I think, made by LG. Huawei made uh, made one. Um, not really obvious why they went away from that model because no. it, it hasn't kind of. Uh, I don't think it's helped them in terms of supply. Uh, you know, I'm sure if they went to Samsung and said, here's a contract to make a whole load of phones for us, um, you know, Samsung are going to treat it reasonably seriously and not, not sort of say, well, you always come bottom of the pile, unless unless I guess they're being paid a rock-bottom price. And I, I can't believe that's true, just from the price of the finished product. Well, it seemed to benefit both yeah. Google and the manufacturer. And there's plenty of up-and-coming Chinese manufacturers that would be desperate for the credibility you know, Xiaomi did some lovely phones on the Android One program. Yeah. You know, if the, if the Nexus program was available for them, you can bet your bottom dollar that they would have done that. Um, so, yeah, you'd think that they'd be very keen to be involved. Let's produce this phone for Google. Word will get out that, that it's been produced and people will look at our phones more seriously. I, I mean, that I think that undeniably happened with Huawei, that people started looking at them more, uh, with more interest after. Which one was it? Was it the uh, 6P, wasn't it, from recollection? That's the Huawei one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they had a lot of people looking at them a lot more after that. And, and Absolutely, yeah. Well, I, think that, I think that did add to their credibility. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, I suppose I was going to, one thing I was going to mention is that I did also, in sort of preparation for this new round of uh, pixels whilst we were waiting, I did get in uh, a Pixel 2 XL, hmm. which is one that I never had before. And this is the sort of LG... People unfairly, I think, compared it to the LG V30 because um, it's nowhere near as good as an LG V30. No, you know, well, the no. screen is a, is, a, is a completely different class of screen. Um, they were obviously not the same panel because they're clearly different. They behave very differently. Um, and just the uh, in terms of the features and even the, the, the sort of the build quality, it's uh, it's a million miles away from the, the V30. Now, it's not to say that this Pixel 2 XL isn't nice. It's very nice. Um, again, it's uh, it's obviously built by LG. It's got nice haptics. It does have a uh, an LG POLED screen, um, but it is you can tell it is a touch grainy. Uh, I can understand why people said it was grainy. You can get that feel from it. Off-axis doesn't really... The, the, the blue tint off-axis doesn't bother me with it, but... On the one that I got, I did get some rather nasty shadowing off axis. So I'd get some vertical dark mm. spots that would appear off axis. And that was far more off-putting than a colour shift because, you know, I think we're used to OLED colour shifts on our devices off axis. And I think we tolerate them generally. Um, but yeah, I was not particularly impressed with this, um, with the dark shadows. But I think the one interesting thing with this 2XL reason why I wanted to bring it up was uh, to, again, say, you know, AliExpress have got some good 
pricing on phones, but they do insist on selling phones as new when they are almost certainly refurbs or refurbished devices. Yeah, they definitely um, do, don't they? And the t- this 2XL was a very interesting case. So it came in a box that looked original. There's no two ways that the box probably isn't original. Um, inside the box, it had all of the literature that you would expect. Um, the the plug seemed to be fitting wrongly in the box. It was sort of m- mushing up against some uh, cardboard in a way that didn't seem perfectly fitted and finished. But that was the only th- problem that I could see with it. The device itself had all of the correct wraps on, you know, uh, so you wouldn't be able to tell. Um, but I looked up the IMEI number of the phone on Pixel's warranty checker. <laughs> mm. And it says that it's had a rather full life previously. It says that it's it's well out of warranty. And um, mm. it used to be a Verizon model 2XL uh, in the States. Well, that's that's quite novel, isn't it, really? The yeah. Sold to you, sold to you as new. Yeah. And um, I checked the uh, cycle count on the battery, and, and that was high as well. Um, the third sign that I think um, it's a refurb, and this is an interesting one, is that a lot of these refurbs, even though they look perfect, they're identical, they obviously put new shells, buttons and screens on. But the screens, some for some reason, don't seem to have a particularly good olifobic coating. So this screen on this 2XL does pick up fingerprints a lot more than others. You know, you can just put it next to a another relatively new phone. You can see, well, if it's, for whatever reason, the refurb screens occasionally don't seem to be as well oleophobically coated. Um, but it's, I mean, they are really good. I would still recommend getting an AliExpress new, in inverted commas, phone in the full knowledge that you'll probably get a refurb, but it will be a refurb that is almost as good as um the apple ones you know you could really could not tell with this pixel um and also the battery even though it's got a high cycle count i think it's had the battery replaced because um it seems to last absolutely fine and and the um, milliamp hours in it seems to be um what it should be um but yeah it's it's a really curious case that they ins- that they do this and you know i did query the seller i didn't bother leaving a review but i did um query the seller and i said look you know, what's your thoughts on this? And they just came back with fairly short shrift saying, no, it's new, don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've got to, you know, if you trust the um, Google Pixel warranty checker, then it's not new. You'd think that that was probably right, wouldn't you? Yeah. But, well, yeah, I mean, I just thought that was I interesting mean, one. I mean, I, I had a similar experience with a, a, a V40 in as much as when it arrived, it looked like it was absolutely brand new. I, I, I You know, I, I, you really, really, really would, wouldn't have thought that it had actually ever been used. And, and indeed, I, I still don't know whether it was ever used. I suspect it might well have been, but it obviously had been recased and everything. Uh, and it was absolutely fine, except for one thing. It had a very odd um, software version on it. Yeah, it, uh, and and I mean, absolutely generic Android um, software. It wasn't. There was no bloat or anything like that. But the security was June last year, and there was no available update for it. 
Yeah. Uh, and I searched high and low, and, and there was no available update for it, whereas, of course, the V40 should now be, if I'm right, should be about now getting uh, Android 10, shouldn't it? Yeah, so I have the exact same model as that, um, the exact same model number, but it's a, I believe it's a German one, mm. and that has now got Android 10, and it's absolutely fantastic on it. Um, it's now actually probably my favourite Android phone at the moment. It's this LG V40. But yes, unfortunately, I think what happened with yours is that um, whether it was or whether it was new or not, it had been set up as a Hong Kong device, I believe. Mm. And unfortunately, I think LG has pulled out of these Chinese territories. So well, I, I don't, I don't know because the. the... A hardware variant was listed as uh, a perfectly okay European variant, but the uh, software was was ABC or something. It's uh, the one. same one. I think that hardware variant is the same one they released in Taiwan and uh, Hong Kong, and I believe that LG have stopped supporting Taiwan and Hong Kong for some reason. I don't know, but I've got a couple of other devices that, to be fair, are probably end of the line in terms of firmware updates anyway. Um, for instance, my V30 is a Taiwan one, yeah. and um, the firmware updates have stopped. Um, and I think my G7 uh, has stopped getting updates, as it's a Hong Kong one, whereas the Indian variant is continuing to get new updates. Uh, on that one, I, I can't be bothered to uh, to reflash it to a slightly newer um, security uh, package, I think. But yeah, I think one of the problems there... Richard, unfortunately, was that, um, okay, it's being sent out from Hong Kong and they've given you a Hong Kong one. And unfortunately, the Hong Kong firmwares have hit the end of the road, which is a sad, yeah, yeah it's a very it's a sad, sad, sad well, state, unfortunately. We're both, we're both LG fans, aren't we, on that score? I don't think I'm quite as fanatic as you, but I mean, yeah, I've had lots of really good LGs and, and really enjoyed them. Yeah, I think, um, I think it was this week that you alerted me to one LG that I've not tried yet, which is mm. the. Uh, G8X. So I've had the the USA G8. Well, I've had the AT&T and the Sprint G8, Korean G8, uh, the European G8S, um, but not the G8X. And I was would have been tempted if that deal was still on. You know, I'm. It's yeah. probably for the it's probably for the best that it had expired because uh, I was uh, a little uh, bit tempted. I think both Dan and I thought you 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 might go for that, and and in fact it was. It was very strange because it was on on there at a particular price, and then then it then it was all out of stock, and and then momentarily it was back in stock, uh, and the price went down, and then the price went up. It, I mean, the the price on that thing changed about five times in twenty four hours. Yeah, I think once I saw it gone back up, I sort of dismissed it out of hand and thought, okay, I'll forget about it. Um, whereas I should have just sort of uh, kept on top of it, maybe, and because uh, what I mean, it was three hundred and ninety pounds, but that included the dual screen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good price. So you're getting a full dual screen uh, device with uh, the full Snapdragon 855, 6 gig of RAM, I think, or 128 gig of ROM, I think. Um, but it would have, it had the quad DAC, and I bet it would have had the decent haptics. And the G8S doesn't come with uh, the quad DAC or uh, decent haptics. So uh, I think it would have been a very tempting device. But the only problem that I would have had with it is it's, it's quite big, even before you put it in the... Um, the dual screen case that that was to be honest what what caused me to get rid of the um v50 uh it, yeah it, it, by the time it was in the dual screen case it was it was very very big and chunky and very heavy yeah and i would be tempted with the v60 yeah me but too. again that's even bigger i think 
and also impossible to get hold of. So that the interesting thing about that is, um, I had been up to, I'd been under the impression that essentially LG was concentrating almost a hundred percent on the uh, South Korean and American markets, yeah, yeah. Um, because they seem to be churning out. Models for America and releasing them in America before anywhere else globally. So they obviously, whilst they're probably not number one or number two over there, they're obviously still in with a bit of a shout and selling some devices over there. So they released the Velvet and the V60 over there before anywhere else, I believe. But the V60 is now available in Europe, as is the Velvet, actually. The V60 is available in Europe, is it? Yeah, apparently in Italy and Netherlands. Ooh. And I did check today, actually, and um, I certainly found it in. One of those places, I can't remember which one it was that I was looking in. I think it was Italy that I found it. Um, expensive. I think it was like um, 900 euros from the LG uh, website, but it's a, certainly a possibility as time goes on. That did also, there was no suggestion of it being dual SIM as well, which I noticed. Um, and they have, LG have been shipping uh, dual SIMs into Europe recently. Um, so it'd be a shame if they don't do a dual SIM on the V60. But of course, it sounds like they're sort of getting out of the markets, which demanded dual SIM, be it India, China, yeah. um, bits of Europe, you know. So um, there's no need for a dual SIM apparently in Korea and definitely not in uh, America where the networks would frown on that kind of thing. Well, I'll keep our eyes and ears open. It might, might find it turns up here presently then with a bit of luck. But it's possible. I, I would have said no before today, in fact, when I saw that it was... Uh, in the Netherlands and Italy. So, yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, I was just playing with the Amazon Italy website. It's not on there, um, but the the Dutch nah. one, the Dutch one, I'll look at that as well. Uh, I think I checked both Amazons and it wasn't on there, but if you check the LG Italy site, um, you'll see it, yeah. I mean, I mean both of the uh, Amazon uh, sites have cases for the V60, so, yeah, I'd kind of hope that means it's coming before too long. That was the good thing about the Pixel 4a is cases come on to Amazon.uk pretty quickly, don't they? So I had no problem mm. in getting a full complement of uh, cases and screen protectors and all the rest of it for the 4a. Um, I'm currently rocking my favourite ESR clear gel case. Yeah. Um, and I have a like a hard plastic case, but... Um, you know my 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 favourite hard plastic case is the one with the sort of one plus gravelly effect on the back. Yeah, you I know, know, so. I know that sort. Of, yeah, mm. and they don't seem to do one of those for the foray, which is annoying. So I've got a um, a sort of a bottle green hard case for it, but it's smooth, which kind of defeats the point of these things. I think I I really like the uh, grippiness of the uh, of those gravel cases, but there we go. <laughs> Well, we're gonna to have to wait for a V sixty for a little while. That's that's fairly much clear, isn't it? And I mean, you know, it's it's really sad because uh, I mean, if you think back to the days of things like the G three, the G four, uh, they were phones where you thought these are quite cutting edge, and and they they got like HTC, they got swept away by Samsung's marketing budget, I think, and I, I think that's a great shame. I think we're all, all losers as a result. Yeah, it's um. You know, they've got uh, this dilemma now that the world is controlled by uh, Apple and Google on the mobile operating system side. But, um, of course, there's not that many uh, manufacturers, uh, especially once you if you take Huawei out, which the UK operators had been embracing so strongly. Um, what are you left with? Yeah. Apple, Samsung and um, Xiaomi. Xiaomi. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of places have dropped the Pixel just because it's not selling. And, you know, that should really be one of the sort of three or four or five um, brands that these phone shops take. And, and, and I think as well, if you're interested in cameras and phones, you'll, you'll get more and more restricted because there are quite a lot of quite reasonable mid-range Nokias, but they don't have great camera credentials, do they? I mean, you know, no. we, we kept hearing about there was going to be a sequel to the, the Nokia 9. Um, there were things I really liked about the Nokia 9. The fingerprint sensor drove me wild. Um, but as a camera, not in a, a good way, I take it. No, no. Um, the the camera was a really interesting beastie. I mean, it, it, I think it would have taken a lot more effort than I, I gave it to get fully conversant with it. But it clearly is capable of some great photographs, and I think probably there's quite a bit of fun to be had there as well. But at the time, I think I had five hundred pounds tidying up in it, and it just felt like too much. Mm. You need to get that for like two hundred quid now, new. Very tempted to do it, actually. Where can you get one for 200 quid new? No. E-Global, I think. Oh, yeah, I guess you might be able to. You might even be able to. 225. might even get a dual, a dual SIM variant, actually. If you yeah, I'm sure it would be, that. yeah. yeah. Now, the, I think the problem is is that the uh, it was a DSP that munged all of those uh, images together, and it was... Um, the light company that uh, did that camera with all, you know, that camera with like 20 or 30 lenses on. I think it was only nine. Was it? uh, Oh, the pictures looked like that, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I had one for a while. And I mean, did you actually have one? Yeah. 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 For about, um, about a month. Uh, and I I just couldn't get on with the fingerprints. Oh no, sorry. I meant the, I meant the camera that they did. Oh no, not the camera. camera The camera, the camera was a weird looking device, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was uh, quite something. I mean, to be honest with you, if it came up on uh, on eBay, I'd probably buy one out of curiosity. Uh, I think they had a few problems with it, mind you. Yeah, I think the, I think they had a problem where the tech worked, but it just didn't work as well as other tons cheaper tech. And I think that's kind yeah. of where the Nokia Nine fell down. It's probably why they've now pulled out of the smartphone business. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it certainly reminded me of the Lumia 1020 in terms of processing time between shots. The shot-to-shot time yeah. was, was pr- pretty hideous. But the camera was interesting. I enjoyed the camera, but uh, I just couldn't get on with the rest of it. It drove me nuts. Yeah, I must admit, I've got a mate who's got one, and he really likes the camera. Yeah, I know. The camera's all right. There's nothing, nothing I don't like about the camera. It, it just was a bit slow, you know, I mean... Yeah, you know. it's a bit sad that we're seeing uh, that tech go, because I think... Uh, uh, Xiaomi and Sony were going to bring that to their camera phone as well, uh, at least have a version of it. But, um, you know, that might have bought faster and faster silicon and it could have worked out differently. But, uh, yeah, it's a shame that it obviously wasn't scaling or wasn't cost effective or whatever, and it sort of disappeared now. It's a shame. Yeah, I think it was just a bit of a case of an experiment that didn't get picked up enough. I mean, they... By the time they got it to market, it was it was classic Nokia, wasn't it? They got it to market with last year's processor, and uh, they didn't put a big enough marketing budget behind it. And yeah, I think on the whole, I think it's actually quite a shame. Um, yeah, you, you still get it on uh, on AliExpress, three hundred and forty nine pounds if you fancy one. Oh, uh, I'm sure it's cheaper on uh, E Global. So if I do E Global Nokia Nine, although it was on special offer, so maybe they've sort of sold all their yeah, probably. Uh, Probably cleared it off, I should Stocks think. of it. But, um, well, next time we talk, you'll probably have a Nokia 9. I might have a, a V60. Now, I'm just checking uh, eGlobal, and it's €237. Euros, so Really? In pounds, that's probably going to be even less. After the show, you can give me the address for that. I'll have a proper look at that. 
Yeah, two hundred and thirty odd euros for a, yeah, that's quite a device. I, I, I'd um, I'll definitely give it a little look. Okay, well, hopefully speak to you soon, Richard. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope to speak to you in a bit. And uh, for now, been good talking. Let's do it again soon. Okay, brilliant. Cheers, Richard. Bye-bye. Bye bye.